punched a hole in the wall near the fucking shuffleboard. Some, you know, why? I mean, it's fucking shuffleboard. It's not that important. Uh, so it's, and it's right, I mean, you, you're familiar with up there. Like, it's right where that, like, uh, the artwork for the Orioles, like, banner is painted into the wall. So yeah. punched two holes. Now, they're just like, they're like nice sized dents. It's not actually like a fist, like, the drywall is not completely crap. Huh. Yeah. So frustrating. I mean, someone just needs to own it. I mean, if you did it, you did it, and just pay for it and get it over. Yeah, I think whatever. It's not like we haven't made mistakes in our lives. Come on, but you're right now. <laughs> that's, right now. That sucks that you would. Why would they do it right over the painting? It's gonna be such a pain in the ass. Oh fuck it. That's such a pain in the ass. Oh. So this Ben Johnson dude is asking for so much money, nobody wants to freaking. <laughs> He's got the fucking luxury to be able to do that shit. I know. Um, Dell is like, Dell swears that um, we're going to keep our defensive coordinator. He's like, yeah, I'm willing to bet five bucks on it right now. Five bucks is high stakes. What trash you have here, Chris? I got married. <laughs> Yeah. We can get another we can get another guest in a couple weeks. Oh, what's up, buddy? <laughs> Mr. Merrick here. <laughs> I have not looked at the notes yet today. Um Kirsten I, I just have taken care of the lady. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm sure we can figure something out. Kirsten thinks you got, got food got... poisoning for speakeasy. Oh no. Throwing up everywhere. It's awesome. Uh, how's the puppy? He's good. He, um, it was just standard shit, like standard checkup stuff. Um, but the uh, the owner pushed the appointment up a day early because uh, he had to get out of town for something, like some family stuff. The owner of the uh, the vet the veterinary clinic owner, his name's Kip. So they asked not to bring him in yesterday. It's like that's fine. And the dog's still a douche, though. He's still a fucking asshole. <laughs> the audio, I know. I can't. I can't wait to get the the microphone. But is uh, is there any problems with the audio? It's it's uh, it goes like down, but you can hear it. Usually, it used to cut out like every now and then. Now it's just like I can barely, or I can hear you still, but it's like less. It's less clear, at least so far. But it's not all the time. It's just like right. every now and then. I don't know if it's the same Yeah, I'm at the uh the library here. They have like a couple recording studios, so I'm just gonna try I'm trying one out. Oh yeah. Grows <laughs> his hair out and all of a sudden he's a big dick. Yep. <laughs> uh yeah, basically I copy and pasted um mm -hmm. our free agents by position. Um I just Basically wrote just some small thoughts. I didn't uh, on the Ravens game and some small thoughts in the NFC game, but um, yeah. Other than that, it's I'm basically we're basically going to be talking mostly about the Ravens, I would imagine. So, um, yeah. Kind of, uh, I got down. Looks like we're all wearing black for the Ravens funeral. Mm. I'm I'm wearing uh, orange. I put my purple away. <laughs> Yeah, I got the uh, I got the Birdland shirt underneath too. Oh. Yeah, pitches and catches fourteen days. Where is Mister Foley? Somebody want to stack them? Oh, I got it. Don't get his fucking ass on this goddamn podcast, please. <laughs> Folks, this texting me, big dog in us. <laughs> yeah, I didn't come up with a trivia question. I don't know if that's going to be your thing, Rogers, or is we all supposed to do one? Because I can come up with them real quick. I mean, I just think we rotate it on a weekly basis. Yeah. Like one week you do it, one week I do it, one week Brooks does it. That's good. Something, there's something fun, different segment. Something different. Yeah. Delhi's on board for coming on next week. Um, if you guys oh, yeah. are cool with that. Um, he's going to talk, you know, I think he wants to talk more bourbon, actually. 
I'm cool with that. I figured would, um, next week we would talk. We would talk about the Super Bowl. This week we would just kind of talk about recapping the the conference games. If that's cool with you guys, we can do a little Super Bowl preview if you want to. But I just feel like we're not going to have as much sports to talk about next week because there's not really much going on. Yeah, there's going to be a a ton of. I mean, we might need to do a couple episodes, honestly. Um, and I know Chuck Chuck Haley said that he would come on. One of my buddies, as well. Doctors. Doctor, doctor. <laughs> Look at this guy. <laughs> What's up? You look like a trucker with that headset. Breaker, breaker. <laughs> Sorry, I was in the middle of something and just completely lost track of time. Ah, you're good. <laughs> Adley Clutchman, sup? Mm-hmm. Nice. Baseball season now. All right, I got a. I got a trivia question for when that time comes up. Nice. How's the club? Um, Merrick's sitting here in front of me doing work on his Dell. Um, There's a couple people downstairs. Drew's cleaning up stuff from Super Bowl Sunday. That's nice. Dude, it's a day. How was the rest of your Sunday? Uh, Immediately, when I got to, I mean, you saw me at Pig and Chaucer. It was fine. Just very hectic. Very, very, very hectic. Yeah, it was was a good time. It was wild. That was a clutch move, putting the car over there the day prior. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Daddy's been around the block a time or two. Pro move. <laughs> I love in the rundown it says Baltimore Ravens. We stink. Yeah. <laughs> I I couldn't write anything. I, I was gonna look up stats like what I normally do, and I was just like, what do we need to talk about stats for? We just look like shit. Like, we're all <laughs> we're all very, very angry. Angry <laughs> if I was a Lions fan. They shit themselves. Uh, I stopped yeah, watching. I stopped watching at halftime and, and went to bed <laughs> and woke up the next day. I'm like, I guess I need to figure out what happened. I didn't watch much of it. I was so angry. I just didn't want to watch football anymore. <laughs> I had to watch the, uh, the highlights the last couple of days. Yeah. For this week, I, I was running around so much with work. I didn't get really a chance to, you know, dissect the games. And I don't want to fucking rewatch the Ravens Chiefs no, game whatsoever. Hate it. Yeah. What are you guys going to do for the Super Bowl? <clears throat> the I game sells them. Oh, sorry. <clears throat> Go ahead, bro. I got I got to work. So, no where I'll be. Normally, PC, uh, PC's parents throw a party and my parents go to. So. But he's, he's out of town, didn't he? I don't, I'm not sure. I haven't talked to him in about a week. Gotcha. I thought, I thought he had said he was going to be out of town, but his family was probably still having a party. Doing the party just for the kids. We're just, you know, cannon fodder. Yeah. Sounds about right. Yeah. And I'm those. I think we're going to have to spend at least 10 minutes on Laquan Treadwell and Nelson Aguilar. <laughs> they deserve their own segment. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Our Boy, running back I, uh... free agent list is uh, <laughs> like so ridiculous. <laughs> Boy, I broke the news about uh, Hillary's little mishap to the boys the other day on the podcast. Little. Mm. <laughs> Good times. <laughs> and then I, Brooks, Dusty, I almost unintentionally called uh, called Hillary and Sean out to, Foy's, to, to Sean's dad. I brought up the ring, and, and Foy just looks at me and goes, oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah luck, luckily, my dad and my sister are oblivious and weren't paying attention. But yeah. Hillary's like, it's going to get replaced. I don't need your mom and sisters judging me. I'm like, all right, I won't fucking tell them. <laughs> hey, just make uh, sure they don't, they don't watch this podcast. I'm sure they won't. But. <laughs> doubtful. <laughs> Highly doubtful. Uh, all right. All right. Let's, let's fire let's, it up. Let's yeah. kick it off. Another episode of the Gary Williams Stole Our, po- Stole Our Lawn Furniture Podcast. 
Um, I'm going to let Dustin start it off. We're going to start off with the NFC. A lot of the NFC title game since uh, I'm sure we're all going to be bitching a lot about the Ravens. Um, so, Dustin, <laughs> I'll let you take over uh, um, with what you saw in the yeah. NFC title game. Yeah, basically, Lions dominated the first half. I think anybody could have seen that. Um, they had a couple opportunities um, at the end of the first half and I think later in the game um, to kick field goals. They decided to go for it. Um, and uh, they lost by three points and they, they had six points sitting on the board. Um, and I think a lot of people are going to be questioning them, but, but really that's been their identity all year. They've been going for it. Every situation, put your, you know, put your foot on their throat kind of thing. And guess what? It just, they picked the wrong day to not execute when they needed to. Um, Brian, what did you say? Unfortunately, I didn't really get a chance to, pay attention to the full game, but it's their MO. It's exactly who they were. They lived and died by the sword. And hey, it is what it is. And it doesn't suck. Yes. And I have a question for you guys after, you know, Sean and Brooks get their opinions about analytics. Dude, I just how do you how do you take a 17 point lead into halftime and and get down by 10 points in the second half? Like that's that's ridiculous. If anybody's, I mean, it, it shouldn't come. To, it shouldn't have came to the situation where Dan Campbell's what he wants to do with the ball. I mean, he's been this aggressive all year. It shouldn't even have got to that point to where this should be even being questioned. So, I I, I know I, I love Brock Purdy and everything like that. I mean, you got to take some air out of the ball. Yeah. Sean, what do you like? We got to yeah. get our special special guest, Sean Foy. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, obviously, they just kind of collapsed in the second half. I didn't hate the go- going for on fourth down as much as no. as much as everyone else seems to have. I mean, I probably would have kicked the first one in, early in the second half to just make it a 17-point game. Um, but, I mean, at the end of the day, they went for it on fourth down, and Josh Reynolds was wide open, and he dropped the ball. Like, yeah. you know, it just it is what it is. The second one I can kind of understand more because it was going to be like a – 48 50 49 yard field goal which sounds like a chip shot when you you know are a good kicker but michael badgley kind of sucks in his career numbers at like 48 plus yards is literally like 40 percent. so i i get it um and like i said i mean that's just i think people blame it on analytics but at the end of the day like all of the excuse not excuses but the reasoning campbell gave like he didn't mention analytics once he's just like look we were rolling we're trying to like we we're and then we were kind of our backs against the wall we're trying to you know we're trying to catch up and and you know stay ahead of them and just it's been what it's what they've been doing the whole year it's worked for 90% of the year and it just didn't this time i mean gibbs fumbling is really like what turned the game they they went from yeah. being up 17 to it being tied in like 6 minutes so yeah they're going to get killed. Um, I mean, but it is what it is. I did think it was, I don't know, Campbell's a maniac, but like I liked in his press conference that he said, he said something along the lines of like, I told the guys like, we might never get back here. Like this might be our only shot. Like he hopes they will. And they believes they'll be back. But like, it's just so hard to make it to the championship game. It's not easy. I mean, shit. Lamar has been incredible for like six years and they made it once. It's just really hard to get there. So it's like heartbreaking to get to blow it, especially for them being up 17 points. But Niners were good. They kind of took it back from them, and McCaffrey's a beast. But uh, it was definitely disappointing. I mean, I love his. I love Dan Campbell's honesty. <clears throat> yeah, I do like, too. Yeah, he's the man. And I listening to his press conference. Uh, he'll never come out and say this, but it almost seemed like he knew they couldn't stop the 49ers. Like their defense was taxed. Yeah. And so that's why he kept going for it. Yeah. And um and and that man sounded defeated. Like yeah. he he sounded really sad. Yeah. yeah and was... even when they kicked the one when or when when I say like I would have kicked the earlier one to make it a 17 point game, I would have, but I can also get like hey, if we score a touchdown here and go up 21, this game's pretty much cooked. So like it's right there. It's 2 yards. Like they're an awesome offense to two yards should be, you know, probably like a 70% chance for them, but it just didn't work. And, and how often does it come down to one crazy play? Like Ayuk, the, the ball bounces off a defender's head right. and goes into Ayuk's hands. And it's, it's like, 
if if he if the defender catches the ball, the game's over there. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then all of a sudden, it's it's the Niners scoring, and it's it's crazy. It's just yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I want to. I want to see the numbers, like like the Nielsen rating numbers. How many Detroit fans won't watch the Super Bowl now because they lost in the NFC Championship game? <laughs> uh, yeah, Baltimore too. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I I still think most of us will, but I mean, well, that's just because you're a huge Swifty. True. <laughs> not as big. Not as not as big. Not as big as Dusty, but. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely the biggest Swifty in this group, but uh, I, I hope Travis Kelsey uh, falls down a well and nobody finds him before the game starts next Sunday. Yeah, I mean, I guess we know what, what Detroit's going to make a priority this offseason. Fucking defense. Yeah. I mean, defense and a kicker. I mean, they're, they're what, Badgley joined them, what, eight weeks ago? He, he wasn't even there all year, I don't think. Yeah, I mean, Badgley was on this in in Washington in in training camp, like competing for their spot, and their kicker's not any good, and he couldn't beat him out. He's just – he's one of those guys who's going to bounce around to 10 teams. Like, he's fine probably in a pinch, but probably not someone you want lining up for 50-yarder. But, I mean, if it was fourth and eight, they would have done it and not even thought about it. But, uh, you know, when it's only a few yards, I get it. In the market for linemen, because it seems like uh, I, I might mispronounce his last name. Rag Ragnow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It sounds like he he might be hanging him up. Uh, I was reading an article today about how he's gets sustained. He has sustained so many injuries that he's starting to contemplate retirement. And they always say, if you're already thinking about retirement, you're retired. Yeah, yeah. I think they might have another guy that's a pending free agent too. I don't remember the name, but yeah, Ragnow. Yeah. Ragnow had a pretty severe injury a couple years ago too that he came back from. So. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if, if anything, he's got one more year. But yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if he's done. If so, if so, great career. Yep. Um, Looks like it just came out that uh, Ben Johnson is going to be remaining their offensive coordinator after a lot of speculation that he was going to be getting a head coaching job. What do you guys think about that? I think it's ballsy. Apparently, he also so the. Skins are flying there right now. So the, he texted them as they were on the plane to fly out and interview him. Um, now they're also interviewing Aaron Glenn, so they're going to go anyways. But he, there's a lot of speculation. I've been this is all I've been looking at on Twitter for the last 20 minutes because the DC media is just exploding. Yeah, yeah. there was speculation for a while that he wanted like 15, 20 mil a year. Um, so some people are saying like, you know, the money spooks some teams and. There's just a lot of speculation on the DC side that maybe he realized they might be going in a different direction and he just kind of was, you know, did the old, I'm going to quit so you can't fire me bit. Like, I'm going to go back to Detroit and just say I want to win a Super Bowl when in reality this isn't going to work out and I don't, doesn't want to be, he wants to, you know, get ahead of it before they do. But it's pretty ball. I mean, it's awesome for for the Detroit. He's an awesome play caller. I just think it's ballsy, like back to back years to remove yourself. I mean, the, the Panthers tried to hire him last year and he said no, which I get Tepper's a maniac, but it's still yeah. like, you're only a young hotshot coordinator for so long. Yeah. Like when it's hot, because what if they fucking suck next year? And then all of a sudden mm-hmm. he's not getting jobs. See Eric the enemy. Yeah. 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 What if, I, what if Jared Goff gets hurt at the beginning of the year and then they have a backup quarterback all year and then everybody forgets about him. Right. You know? I mean, I would think he'd still be well thought of, but you, you're not going to, you don't like, you're, you're never going to be hotter than you are now. Yeah, I agree. Um, I, I, the only thing I could see him banking on is that he actually does want to come back to the Lions. And then he's probably sitting there thinking, okay, I got Dallas and possibly Pittsburgh next year. Yeah, maybe, up. maybe Philly. Like, who knows? Maybe Philly, yeah. Just Buffalo. <laughs> yeah, I mean, go, going back to Detroit yeah. is not – like, it's a pretty good consolation prize. Like, you're still going to be awesome. You yeah, know, you're going to be a god there. I'm sure he's making – you know, he's probably going to get a raise – you know, it's not yeah. not a bad thing. It's just 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 ballsy. Yeah, You're betting on himself at that point. But I mean, if I if I'm Nick Sirianni, I'm renting. I am not buying homes in Philadelphia right now. <laughs> <laughs> who yeah. they, they they just hired an OC? Why am I blanking on who it is? Um, Kellen Moore. Kellen Moore. Yeah, they hired Kellen Moore and Vic Fangio as their OC in DC. Fangio, I like. He's had success in the past. Um, Gallimore, 
I'm <laughs> um, not a huge fan of. I mean, Fangio was good in Miami in terms of like their their ranking for their defense, but it sounded like him and the in the DB room just fucking hated each other. Yeah, but Miami's defense just got completely decimated by injuries at the end of the year, and he kind of it. It seems like he took the brunt of that blame. But well, yeah, still, I, I saw he was so- still good. Yeah, I saw somewhere that um, Gannon, the the Cardinals head coach, who was a defense coordinator for the Eagles last year, when he left, so he got hired like the day after the Super Bowl, that he let them know like kind of late that he was going to leave, and they wanted to hire Fangio last year, but since they found out so late, Fangio had to commit to Miami like earlier. Yeah. So I think that's part of why. McDaniel too was probably like cool with Fangio leaving. I think they knew he wanted to be there. Apparently his family's in that area too. But uh yeah. And it's fucked fuck them massively to the point that there was tampering and they had to switch third round picks. Yeah. Last oh draft. yeah, that was yeah. I forgot about that. About that too. Yeah, it's weird. But it'll be interesting to see what happens. I mean, today, I mean, Ben Johnson pulling his name out is definitely good for Mike McDonald. I mean, I think he had a good chance of getting one of the jobs, but now I feel like it's a lock. He's going to get one of those. I mean, m- maybe not. Maybe Vrabel gets in there. Or, I don't know, but pretty wild. I mean, we still got yeah. Seattle open, and yeah, those are the two: Washington, Seattle. Seattle, Washington. I mean, you got as a as a Washington fan, Foy. Who who do you want? Who would be your pick of the litter right now? I I prefer going offensive. So, like, I liked Ben Johnson. He was really the only offensive guy I'm like in love with because there's not that many offensive guys like yeah, in the market. Most of them are defensive. Like if they went defensive, I would love Mike McDonald. Like I'm over like defensive retreads. Like I, I'm sure Dan Quinn's a good coach. I don't want to deal with that. Like I'd rather go young and try to find your guy that can be there for 10 plus years. Um, what are your thoughts on Bienemy? I don't love Bienemy. I don't. I thought he was underwhelming. Apparently, a lot of players hate him. Like, yeah, that he was just a rubs a lot of, the of people. Yeah, and and a couple of their veterans, like Logan Thomas and Charles Leno, who's their left tackle, who's not very good, but he's been around forever. Kind of like, like in a politically correct way, trashed him on like their way out. Just kind of like, kind of had with some backhanded compliments, which isn't a good look, but like two veterans who've been around forever and have been on a million different teams. Like when they said it, it was kind of like, Ooh, all right. Maybe, you know, guys yeah. who normally don't speak up if they're, if he's rubbing them the wrong way. I mean, he probably deserves a spot at some point. He's been passed over so many times and has done well, mm-hmm. but I don't know. I, I've I'm maybe it's just the Ron Rivera stench. I just want like someone else completely new, <clears throat> even if it's, yeah. fresh, Bob, fresh even message. if it's like, Bobby Slowick, who probably is a year or two away from being ready, but I'd rather, you know, give him a shot, but who knows? I mean, I've also been, I've been a fan for them forever and they've hired, you know, the guy coming out of retirement, whoever one thought was great. Like Mike Shanahan, they've hired the young hot shot. Like they've hired every type of coach and it's never worked. Now, obviously it was because of Snyder. So like, yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, you know what? I don't have anyone I need like just, I like I love the guy they hired as a GM, and then if the guy that if the quarterback they drafted the two sucks, it doesn't matter. So uh, <laughs> I, I'm interested to see what they do. I like the idea of McDonald, but um, who knows? It's going to be very interesting. And like it's if for a while, everyone here thought Ben Johnson was kind of a shoe win. So like him throwing this curveball, I'm sure they're definitely like. Yeah, and shit, I mean, but. this still doesn't mean he's not going anywhere, right? I mean. He's saying that he's staying, but I mean, if Washington comes and offers twenty million, yeah, I mean, he, he, he might just be like, ah, change my mind. Yeah, see you, Dan. <laughs> yeah, there, be there are there's. I think Slowick's the only offensive name I've still heard. What about right. Pete Carroll? Well, he's a Pete Carroll's a defensive guy, actually. Yeah, he was back I mean, in the day. I wouldn't hate Pete Carroll, but he. I don't know. He's so old. Not that he's like. He's probably he's like Belichick. He's probably like a three or four year guy. Like and then you're gonna be doing this again. Like I I could see like a like obviously they didn't fire them, but like if the Cowboys fire if the Cowboys fired um McCarthy, like going for like a Belichick or a Pete Carroll, who pretty much already has the team ready and you just kind of need some leadership and to get him over the hump, like 
the skins are probably going to be bad for another year or two. They probably need to bring in someone young that they can build with them. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so like, I guess the, go ahead, Brian. Sorry. It's so far fetched, but it just popped in here. Like what about like a Lincoln Riley from USC? I don't know. It, it's not going to happen, but that would be a very, I mean, I didn't see fucking Lincoln Riley going to USC, either right. in Oklahoma, but I mean, if he ever wanted to jump into the NFL box, he could. I think well, that a lot of people the Cardinals th- thought that a couple of years ago. Yeah. When he first went to USC and he was crushing it at Oklahoma, I think a lot of people expected like the natural, natural progression is to get to the, go to the mm-hmm. NFL. But I don't know. I think he's, he's like, I think a lot of people don't like him. Uh, I think he like burned a lot of bridges when he left Oklahoma, but I'd be interested. Shit. I mean, if you're a good offensive, a good offensive mind. Hell, I was fired up for Steve Spurrier you know, <laughs> years ago, but yes, the old ball Spurrier, coach. Spurrier, Shanahan, the old Gibbs. Ball coach. Spurrier had the best end of season press conference ever after his second year and he were he resigned like two days later and no one knew he was going to resign but they went <laughs> five and eleven and he just opened up you know everyone does like their their like end of year press conference like the day after the year season yeah. ends and he just goes well five and eleven not very good <laughs> <laughs> so like all the these dc radio shows just have that audio clip and they play it all the time it's hilarious <laughs> oh. i mean I, now like i i mean I wouldn't be against if I were you, even Cliff Kingsbury, man. Like, and mm. I, 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 I don't hate him. I he's really good looking. Don't. He's great looking, but he's not a great cook, very good football coach. I think Kingsbury needs to get in as an OC somewhere and kind of build his way up. He's weird because like people loved him, but his his record in college wasn't even very good. Like Texas Tech fired yeah. him, and he had Mahomes <clears throat> and he had Baker Mayfield. for a year and and made Baker transfer. Like it's just. Man. He looks – I remember – I'll never forget the, one of the D.C. radio guys who I love when Kingsbury got hired because people didn't really understand what the Cardinals were hiring because he got – KC had just been fired from Texas Tech. And one yeah. of the guys said, let's be honest. If he looked like Andy Reid, no one would be hiring him. Like, <laughs> But he's he's had that, like, young, hotshot, <clears throat> McVay-type, like, you know, profile, and people thought he'd be great, and apparently he was kind of a mess, but – who knows? Well, I his mean, first year or two at, at and they said the Cardinals were decent, right? And then yeah. he lost the locker room, it seemed like. Yeah, I think he's just young and probably not great at commanding the room. I don't know. There's so much stuff that goes on behind the scenes that we don't know, but yeah. I'm sure we're someone, not, we're someone will give another shot at some point. We weren't supposed to be hitting up Redskin stuff right now, or uh, I'm sorry, commander stuff right now, but racist. Can you think back to Jay Gruden's <laughs> staff? That was loaded. You yeah, had it was Sean sick. McVay, Kyle Shanahan. I think Mike McDonald was on that. So Mike they had Daniel, yeah. I'll, I'll run. I'll run it. So it started off <laughs> with Shanahan. So it was Mike Shanahan was the head coach, and they had Kyle Shanahan was offense coordinator. Sean McVay was like tight ends coach at one point. Uh, Matt Lafleur was their quarterbacks coach. Mike McDaniel was their line was the receivers coach, and Bobby Slowick was their linebackers coach. Now, there's a little bit of context in the sense that, like, Slowick was pretty much like a tape labeler. Like, I think he was, like, 25. Like, no one was making him a head coach. And and LaFleur and and McDaniel were really young, too. Um, but everyone knew, like, even as a Skins fan, when Gruden came, they, everyone got fired. And Gruden came and kept McVay, promoted him. And McVay was, like, McVay was like 29, and he was our offense coordinator. And everyone knew he was going to be a stud. Um, yeah. I think people were hoping when he went and interviewed with the Rams, like he probably won't get another job for a year because he was still so young. And Gruden had just had like back to back winning years, which they hadn't had in like 25 years. They still weren't very good. They were like nine and seven, yeah. but uh, they weren't going to be like they probably weren't going to fire Gruden. And then and then well, McVay that, got hired probably that earlier. Our, than they RG3's three's uh, rookie of the year. Yeah, but uh, yeah, and. Yeah, it's wild looking back. And and uh, Raheem Morris is on that staff, too. He was like their DB's coach. So many head coaches. It's insane. <laughs> yeah, he's that was a surprise one. Kind of came out of nowhere for me for Tennessee. Yeah, yeah, I didn't see that. I, I kept hearing that people loved him and wanted to give him another shot because apparently he was like 31 when he was the head coach at in Tampa, Tampa. so long ago. But uh, yeah. 
I, I thought went to Atlanta, right? Yeah, he went to Atlanta. Yeah. Tennessee hired um the Bengals right. offense. Yeah. Bengals. yeah. yeah. yeah I, I thought Belichick was gonna go to Atlanta. So that yeah, that that kind of kind of came out Dan, of left field. Dan Callahan. Is that his, Dan uh, Callahan? his name's Brian X. Brian Callahan was a head coach, um like yeah. an interim head coach B- a while Bill, ago. Bill Callahan's his dad, who's like the offensive yeah. line coach. He was a skin yeah. when they fired Gruden, he was their interim. And he was, he's been on a bunch of different teams. Bill Callahan took over for John Gruden in the Raiders and went to the Super Bowl. Yeah, and that's I when remember um, that. Yeah. Oh yeah. When Rich Gannon when Rich Gannon was co MVP with uh <laughs> was it McNair or something? I think it was. Nice pull. <laughs> um there, yeah, at some point we're gonna have their, to their Sorry, center ahead, went missing the night before the Super Bowl. Their center just disappeared. Oh yeah. He went, like, he went on like a, like a coke bender, didn't he? <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> yeah, Ravens. Ravens lose their player personnel guy to the Chargers. I mean, I think we yeah. all saw that saw that coming. But that was a huge rumor yeah. for a while that he was going somewhere. And of course, everybody. I mean, the Harbaugh's just trade back and forth. So. Yeah, at some point we got to start talking about the Ravens game. Um, <laughs> Uh, what did you guys think? <laughs> I, I will be very clear and succinct. Why the fuck do we only run the ball six or seven times? That makes no sense to me whatsoever. Yeah. Looked like uh, we panicked. Looked like we panicked. We got down by by a score, and then it was just panic from there on out. It was, that's what it looked like to me as a fan. It was three and out, and then – Mahomes and Kelsey just ran down the field on us in seven minutes and just took the complete air out of the crowd. And we just have not played from behind in forever. That was the first time we went down, down by 10 points since 2021. It's 2024. That was the first time we played from 10 points back in three years. And we just didn't know what to do. We just threw our offensive game plan out the window. And just, we, I think that I saw a stat. We, we threw the ball on 79% of first and second downs. Like what? What? That, that we were the best running team in the league the last five years. They have the twenty eighth ranked rush defense. What, what was? What was? What was the plan? That's when. <laughs> that's when Harbaugh needs to like literally get on the headset and say, "Run the fucking ball." Like yeah. I don't. I just stop. Run the ball. I don't care yeah. what you what you call. Run the ball. Yeah. Jerry Sneed, who should be a fucking all pro, he's not yeah. already. Um, and their line, their line just dominated both lines. That both of their lines dominated our front line, our lines. Well, from the yeah, beginning, Chris our Jones D-line, was a beast. Yeah, Chris Jones killed us, but our D line couldn't get to the quarterback because Mahomes was. It was two, three seconds tops. Like <laughs> it just felt like unless it was third and long, he was he was just quick screen, quick slant, quick out to Kelsey. You know what I mean? Like he was he's so good, and he just dissected us in the first half and the second half our defense stepped up and we kind of figured it out a little bit better but the offense just never did they just never stepped up it looked like when when we lost our game plan and our identity then our fucking tempers and we lost our attitude i mean we started just headbutting people doing stupid shit we just lost complete composure they got frustrated yeah it almost looked like after those i mean obviously the ravens have kind of played from ahead and like kind of initiated tempo and pace all year and then besides the miami game that's yeah and then when they came out and scored on those first two drives and kind of looked unstoppable it kind of punched them in the mouth a little bit and probably panicked a little more than they needed to i mean at the most they were down was what 10 points so they didn't need to get away from the run now part of it is i mean shit if Sneed doesn't punch out that ball, they might win. Like he's scoring there. It's a three point game with like yeah, 10 minutes left, eight minutes. I mean, you, you never know, but um, yeah, it's just, they, I mean, it, they're, they're better than the chiefs at like most spots. Uh, Mahomes is just a freak. Like just they, doesn't they, panic. Like they they're so, so yeah. They have, and they're they like, game plan does. Andy reads a, is a beast. Like, Kelsey looks like it's looks like it's 2000. He played like it was 2012. Like, yeah, it just, I mean, that first touchdown pass, Hamilton couldn't cover him better. Yeah, that was just, just, that was just an incredible catch. Just yeah. throws it back shoulder. Like not even, not, not even like a that. fade. Yeah. Just like a perfect, Fine. just is what it is. 
Um, yeah, it was like an old Amer. It was like an Aaron Rodgers, Devontae Adams back shoulder. It's just like you, you can't defend that. You yeah. can't defend that play. And like yeah. he defended two, it as well, as well as he could have. The two right. biggest plays of the game went the Chiefs' way. I mean, the, the yep. punch out by Sneed and then the, the, the touchdown catch by Kelsey with Hamilton just draped all over him. Um, yeah. They just went the Chiefs' way. And that, that and like we said earlier about the other game, it comes down to one or two plays. And then and, and that's what makes a difference. And, and not only, I mean, like I said, our offense panicked more than our defense. I mean, our defense gave up 17 points. We should win that game. Like, yep. it, I, I don't care. Like, I mean, we gave up two touchdowns and a field goal. That's great defense, even though we didn't look at that great in the first half, but they, they came back, didn't panic. Then the offense just panicked the rest of the freaking game. It seemed like. Yeah. And I really don't think Lamar had that bad of a game. He made the, he made two really, really bad throws. He threw one over the middle that should have gotten picked off. It got dropped. Yeah. And he threw that ball triple, coverage. triple coverage that, you know, maybe it could have been called a PI, but it, it, you can't make that so. throw. And if you're going to make that throw, you got to throw it out of the end zone through the freaking uprights because like that's you just can't make that throw. Um, it almost seemed but, like he was hesitant to run too. Like I feel like there were like three or four yeah. plays where I get it. He wants to stay in the pocket and keep his eyes downfield and make a play. But I'm like, shit, dude, just, you know, there's space. Just get, get out of there. That's not your game. Yeah. That's not your game. Your game is extending the play and, and picking up those five or six yards when you don't have anything down the field. Just the whole offense didn't play their game. Saw a stat today that said Lamar Jackson rushed for only four more yards than Brock Purdy did in the NFC championship game. Yeah. That's that's not good. He was also our uh, leading, re- our second leading receiver for most of the game. That play um, was so sick. <laughs> the play was awesome. Uh, it sucks that uh, it's not going to go down in the NFL history books because we lost the game. But you know, it's, that's one of those plays that if we come back and win that game, people are going to be talking about for years and years. Could you imagine yeah. if he if if he scored on that? Like, like it was a shoelace tackle away because right. he was. He would have been rolling. <laughs> yeah, I will say when um. We were at the Chaucer when he threw that touchdown to Flowers. I thought the place was going to collapse. Like, because everyone was like kind of, kind of like tightening up because the Chiefs had just gone down the field. And then he makes that like ridiculous play and just throws a dime 40 yards. It was just a place. It was awesome. Yeah. I mean, it really literally felt like a team that, I mean, they've been there, what, the last four or five, six, no, six years now. Yeah. I mean, they've, they've been, they've been there, done that. They didn't, they didn't panic. We did. We look like a team that hadn't been there in a long time. I yeah. I was, I was listening to sports junkies on Monday and they had um, Mike Jones, who's a writer for the athletic on. And he, he literally <laughs> said that he goes, uh, he was covering the game and he was like, it was apparent like which team had played on this stage five times and which team hadn't, um, which I think might be oversimplifying it a little bit, but yeah, I mean, they just, they don't panic. Like, I think even the stupid like pregame stuff where Kelsey was like tossing Tucker's stuff. Like, it just seemed I like they it. were. I, I yeah, it just it. seemed like they were like, look, everyone's been hyping up the Ravens for good reason for the last three months. Like, you got to go through us. <clears throat> we've been down. You know, we've been down this road before. It was just, and then they looked awesome. Like those first two drives, I was like, holy shit! Like they're not messing around. Mm-hmm. And then I figured the Ravens would just kind of turn it on and. um I thought that flowers touchdown was just going to kind of kickstart, you know, a shootout. And then it really, their defense, you know, manned up and was awesome in the second half, but they could just never get it going offensively. And yeah, I don't understand why they didn't run more. Like I get, you want to be creative and throw the ball a lot, but like, it's not like they're like the, you know, 2002 Rams or whatever that team was like outside of flowers. Like those receivers are pretty pedestrian. Obviously the tight ends are good, but, uh, yeah, it didn't yeah, make a lot they, of sense. They didn't get involved either. Right. <laughs> we had nobody I wonder, involved. I wonder if flowers. It was it. I mean, uh, I gotta give gotta give their their corner their DBs credit. I mean, they yeah. were all over us the whole game. Sneed's awesome. McDuffie's awesome. Spagnola's been around forever. Like, yeah, they just. Yeah. I mean, they, yeah, you're right. I mean, at the end of the day, they get paid too. But it's just, it was surprising. I mean, I like if you would have told me. The Chiefs won, and it was 32-29, and, you know, and it's a shootout that yeah, goes bro. back and forth. I'm like, all right, it happens. Mahomes is a freak. But the fact that, like, you know, their offense was good in the first half and then just kind of held on was was surprising. 
It's not that it already wasn't happening. It's just going to magnify it. No matter what the fuck the Ravens do next year during the regular season, it, it's consistently going to be – it's consistently going to be show me in the playoffs. Show, no one will be satisfied until we get to the playoffs. Yeah, we could go 17-0, and 0 and they would be like, well, they could, they're, they're going to lose in the second round of the playoffs. <laughs> yep. It stinks. It feels to me Enjoy like – Enjoy the journey. Probably, this was the – Probably the best defense Mahomes has ever had, but the worst offense Mahomes has ever had. And if there was ever a year to kind of knock them off and take it, it felt like this year. And Burrow's coming back. Allen's coming back. Herbert's coming back. The AFC is only getting better. It's, yeah. it's, it's really – it Bar- hurts a Bar- lot. Harbaugh's in, 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 at the Chargers. So yep. Things just change from year Rogers to year. I mean, coming back. The Eagles looked like they were going to be a 13-win team for the next five, six years, and they collapsed like one year yeah. after being in the Super Bowl. You just never know. Yeah, I mean, I I fully – I don't know. I, I think the Chiefs are gettable. We should have got them. Yeah. But yep. just – we just didn't – didn't yeah, game plan. If I'm the Niners, um, McCaffrey's getting 40 touches next or in two weeks. I, I don't care what. Oh yeah. I don't care what the score is. McCaffrey is getting the ball a yeah. million times. If there's one guy who's not gonna overthink it and avoid running, it's Shanahan. That he, yeah. that's like what he does. He's not. Yeah. yeah he's not gonna make that same mistake as he did <laughs> in Atlanta. I, I can't imagine he would make the same mistake again. But also, I mean, run behind Trent Williams. That dude is a monster yeah hey dusty did uh did i know we talked last week about some betting props and stuff did iuk hit the number that you were talking about his over under was 73 and a half and he ended up with 68 or 69 yards so no he did not mccaffrey <laughs> hit it though McCaffrey. McCaffrey did hit mccaffrey hit <laughs> yeah you got that uh, one this his uh total yards right 123 or 125 yeah i think it was 123 and a half and he had 130 total he had 90 on the ground and like 40 more in the air <clears throat> something like that yep anybody have any props they like in the super bowl or is it still too early i haven't really looked i don't know either i love tails uh for the coin toss that's usually my favorite one to bet <laughs> but yeah other than that i don't, <laughs> I don't have anything it's next week we'll go over a bunch of Super Bowl props. I want to bet the national anthem every year. I always like betting that. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> what do you guys think uh we need the Ravens uh biggest needs in the offseason? As an outsider, I would I would say I, I don't know a ton of their free agents, like who's gonna be gone, but I would would think another like another legit number one, number two receiver. Like, Flowers is awesome, but you, you need someone to, to pair with him. Like, Mike Evans is a free agent. He'll probably get tagged, but, like, go get someone. Like, I, I like the idea of Beckham, but he was a dud. Like, he had yeah. 35 catches. Like, apparently he's good in the locker room and everyone loved him, but he wasn't very productive. And if that's fine if he's, like, your fourth receiver, but they need – Yeah, he's, need he's gone. He was a one-year deal. Yeah. And, and Bateman's going into the last year of his – uh, rookie deal unless they want to pick up fifth year option which i can't imagine i doubt it and he's fine um, to have if he's your third fourth receiver like he's not a bad player 100%. but yeah. if you want to win the super bowl you need like flowers and like i don't know curtis samuel's a free agent maybe you don't want someone that's like a small guy like flowers but go get another like yeah physical receiver receiver yeah yeah we, we talked about Pittman's out there like there's there'll, there'll be some good players the line is going to be a, a, an area of need because I think Zyler is in the last year of his deal. So he, we could tag him yeah, if he wanted to. he's gone. Yeah. And then you can't really – Morgan Moses was Morgan Moses was serviceable, but he's not the best right tackle in the world. Right. Yeah, he's 400 so, years old, too. Former Redskin, great. Yeah. <laughs> Racist. <laughs> Racist. Racist. <laughs> Um, yeah, yeah, Ronnie Stanley is the turnstile at left tackle at this point. Um, he drives me insane, but we can't get rid of him until next year. Um, Marlon Humphrey's always hurt. Um, we can't get rid of him till next year. So those two contracts are going to be eating up a lot of our salary cap. Um, really the biggest free agents we have on defense are Matabike and Queen. Um, I think we have to do anything we can to sign Matabike. And if you need to let Queen walk, you let Queen walk because 
you know, Roquan is really the heart and soul of the linebacking core. And I think we can pick up another guy, another younger guy to, <clears throat> to play alongside him. But you don't get interior pressure on the D line like Matt BK produces very much in the NFL. I'm like, really sorry, yeah, Dustin. You, you like franchise tag? I like tag on Matt BK. Um, yeah. Queen, you can't dump that much money into both linebackers. Yeah. Nope. Because he's gonna he's gonna want Roquan's deal. He's gonna want that that twenty million dollar a year deal, and it's just yeah. not worth it. Also, wasn't Queen? Now, correct me if I'm wrong. Obviously, I don't I don't pay attention to them as much as you guys do. Wasn't Queen kind of like not great until they got Roquan? Like he was fine, yeah. like yeah. but not a, no. Like he was he was terrible to start, and then he started he got, improving a little a bit. Better. But he still he wasn't anything. But then Roquan came and kind of changed everything, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm worried about the Skins. The Skins linebackers are terrible. They have Jamin Davis, who's kind of like an early Patrick Queen, who's like very raw and flashes, but like should not be your middle linebacker playing, you know, three downs a game. Um, But if he was playing outside next to Roquan Smith, he'd probably look awesome. So, like, I'm worried that – I think if they don't tag Queen, someone will probably – give queen a bunch of money like i wouldn't yeah 100%. linebacker nowadays is like not a position people invest a ton in and i feel like you can't do it with the two linebackers but yeah, I Panther or something yeah i mean i wouldn't yeah, I mean, even be i wouldn't even be too terribly heartbroken if we just got van noy back and had put him next to him yeah I go mean, draft a kid in the third round somewhere like yeah, yeah. and we have uh, last year, we drafted Trenton Simpson in the third or fourth round from Clemson, and he was supposed to be a top, <clears throat> a first or second round pick, and he had um, he had some some issues the combine, I think, and he dropped to us, and he played in week 18. He looked pretty good, um, so I think we'll probably give him a shot if we lose Queen. I'm assuming we're probably going to lose Queen, but I think Brian's right. I think offensive line is going to have to take a major step because family mm-hmm. – it's probably going to be gone in the next couple of years. Moses is old. He's going to be gone. Zeitler's at the end of his contract. It's really just Linderbaum who's the who's the um, the mainstay yeah. there. Yeah, and Lex, I don't think we have to pay him for another what two, three years. Yeah. So yeah. we'll we'll ride that out. I'm sure. Um, I guess for mm-hmm. wide receivers, we got Beckham, Aguilar, and Treadwell. We said, who cares about all of them? We can go. Yeah. Find someone better for them, probably. Pretty much all of our running backs, Edwards, Dobbins, uh, Gordon, and Cook. Um, all of one. But we get uh, Keaton Mitchell back. Yeah, as long as as long as he rehab. I mean, he was a spark plug. So hopefully, yeah. hopefully his rehab goes well. Um, I assume we still have Justice Hill for one more year. Yeah, I think we do. And then, yeah, maybe. Yeah. <clears throat> what do we do with Huntley? Can we uh do you think somebody's gonna give him some money and give him a chance? Probably. No, not a nice starter. I think somebody could pay him decent money to come be a backup more than we yeah, will. Ba- backups make good money. Like yeah. you're a good backup, you're making like five plus mil a year. Eight million yeah. a year. Yeah. I- I'm assuming Minshew's probably gonna be gone from the Colts. I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised if they went out and got him because he's a pretty similar type player than uh, Anthony Richardson. Yeah. That's a really good call. Yeah. What's our – do we know what our cap situation is like? No, I know we there's have, cap – but are we over already or as, – No, as of right now, we got $14 million with all the guys leaving. Um, obviously, they can restructure a ton of guys, and the cap room is, is completely manipulative. You can manipulate it. Um, but as of right now, we have – it looks like we have around $14 million going into the free agency. Yeah, I mean, worst case scenario, we could play some salary cap gymnastics with Lamar. Yeah, and stuff. you can move a lot of stuff around. Yeah, kick the can down the road. <laughs> I mean, we're gonna have to at some point, probably with Lamar. But yeah, it's just gonna depend yeah. on who we have. And I, I think Lamar is fine doing all that stuff, especially if we say, "Hey, here's the receiver we're trying to go get." Yeah, yeah I mean, all those like. I think Mahomes signed that massive deal like three years ago. I think they've reworked it like twice already. I feel like with those big deals, they're always changing stuff like every few years to try and make the money work. Yeah. Number will go up like it naturally does every single year. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think just really uh, the the moral of the story for this game was really disappointing end of the season. Just sucks to not not do what got you there. And uh, it's the opposite of the Lions. They they got killed by what got them there. We got killed by not doing what got us there. Um, and yeah, very good way to say it. Yeah, and we're going to be watching Chiefs Niners in the Super Bowl again. Well, five years ago, a, I think. I think it'll be a good game, but yeah, it's not like sexy. Like, it would have been cool to see the Lions, um, yeah. Niners, like, you know, Niners, Ravens would have been a cool rematch. Lions, Ravens, like, it'll be a good game, but yeah, it's not not mm-hmm. that exciting. Yeah. You guys, uh, you guys see Travis Kelsey retiring if they win? Yep. Kind, yeah. kind of. I wouldn't yeah. be surprised. And I, and one thing I was thinking about, that I, somehow that I saw this on Twitter, someone was saying like, hey, maybe he'll walk away. Like, I'm sure he could because he's what, in mid-late 30s. You know, he's been playing for a while and he's going to make a gazillion dollars in TV or whatever he does when he retires. But also, yeah. if he and Jason both retire this year, like, going, going to Canton together in five years would be awesome. Like, yeah. I could see that. Especially if they win. Just, you yeah. know, you win two in a row, proposed Taylor Swift called day. Sure Break Jerry Rice's sure. record. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm sure. I mean, he's got a, kind of everything lined up right now. Yeah. Um, I've seen some speculation, and this maybe this is just Twitter idiots, but people thinking that Andy Reid could walk away if they win again because, like, his son who got in that car wreck and is in jail, like, I think Andy Reid, like, raises his kid – and just thinking, like, maybe he just wants to be around no more and he's not young and winning his third Super Bowl maybe calls it quits. But who knows? I mean, it's hard to walk away when you can probably still be good for the next 10 years. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Away from Patrick Mahomes. You don't yeah. walk away. <laughs> you yeah. have a magic carpet and you can ride it for as long as you want. Um, yeah. yeah. All right, I got, I got some trivia. For, All right, yeah, uh, well, let's get out I'm of the, uh, I'm the gonna do era of this podcast. I'm going to do we're, – <laughs> we're going to do AFC, NFC Championship trivia this week, and then if we do another one this week or next week, we'll do some Super Bowl trivia. But um, which two teams have faced each other the most times in the AFC and the NFC Championship games, respectively? So think about that for a second. Um, <clears throat> pitchers and catchers, 14 days, good? boys. Pitchers and catchers in fourteen days. I'll let that marinate for until the end. We'll 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 go around with the answers at the end, but I'm throwing it out there to let it brew for a minute. Uh, yeah, Orioles still need pitching. Yeah, you guys. Uh, you guys think we'll make a big deal, or what do you think, boy? I think they'll do something. I don't. I feel like the closer and closer we get to spring training, it's more likely they just sign like a. Michael Lorenzen or someone like that, who's like good enough to be in the rotation. And, you know, so you don't have to rely on like means to start 30 games a year, but I feel like every report I see is that the white Sox just want like an arm and a leg for cease. And I I think they'll get someone at some point, but I could see them maybe saying, Hey, we'll get Lorenzen or like Jaijin Ryu or whatever the hell his name is to like get us through the yeah. year and, and maybe make a big move at the deadline. I don't know. I mean, I, I, I'd be surprised if they go into, you know, the season with just this staff. Like, I would think they'll add someone, but who knows? I mean, I, I thought they'd make a move 40, 40 days ago, and it's almost February. So, I we mean, keep, I, I think Elias has shown he, he doesn't – like, he's not going to make a deal just to do it, but these guys have been here forever. Some of these prospects, you, you, you got to flip them at some point. Why do we yeah. keep making a big deal about – these winter meetings. I feel like every time, every year we make a big deal and, and nothing fucking happens. Yeah. The last few years has been, have been nothing like this year. It was just all talking about Otani. And then I, I think he signed like a week later. Like, yeah. 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 I think I'm winter done. meetings used to I'm be done. a big deal. I'm out on like, winter meetings. Be- before <laughs> like working remote was a big thing because it was like one of the only times where everyone's in like the same spot. But now like, it's 2024. You want to get a hold of a GM on the other side of the country? Yeah. Fucking text him. Like you don't yeah. need to be in a conference room with him. <laughs> but yeah, it is disappointing. It also doesn't help that we don't ever do anything. So like, I think they signed yeah. Miguel Tejada at the winter meetings like 20 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. hey, he led the league in RBIs for us, I think. Yeah, a couple of years, I think. Uh, Brian, 
Brian, you losing uh, losing your video over there? I think we lose Brian once a podcast. Yeah, it's tradition. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, I don't, I don't know. There's got to be somebody to eat. To I mean, I know we get means back, and we didn't have him all year last year. Besides the last maybe month or whatever, and he was kind of on an innings count um, or a pitch count. Um, someone's got to replace Gibby's innings. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, is Bill Hall going to get some starting spots, or do we think he's bullpen? I think he's in the bullpen. Maybe they've got Wells kind of go back and forth, but yeah, Wells is weird, man. <clears throat> yeah, it's been really good for like back to back years as a starter, but just hit a wall like both years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think, I think, I mean, I'm sure DL wants to start, and like ideally, if he could make it work as a starter, that'd be better. But I feel like he's just gonna be awesome at the back end. Yeah, yeah. There he uh, is. He's back. Oh yeah, sorry. I, I could hear you guys. Uh, I just didn't. I had to go take a piss, and I don't think you wanted to hear me drain the main vein on uh, audio. <laughs> nice. <laughs> That's fine, buddy. Um, I, I, I'm thinking. I've been thinking about this. Uh, this trivia question. I think it's got to be Niners Packers NFC Championship game, right? Is that how, how many times have we seen the Niners and Packers play each other in the playoffs? It feels like a hundred. I was gonna say I Niners gonna go, Cowboys, like maybe a bunch back in the eighties, but I don't that's what I'm that's what I'm going to. Niners Cowboys, my call. Niners Niners Cowboys is correct. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Dustin almost I, I'm not giving you a half a point there, but nah, damn, I don't, damn I don't. close. Damn <laughs> close there. Uh, uh AFC, I would imagine the Patriots have to be involved. Uh I'm thinking Patriots Colts or Patriots Steelers. I'll say Patriots Colts. Steelers. I'm gonna say Steelers, Patriots, but I don't, I don't know that. What was Brian's? Um, Steelers, uh, Patriots. It's uh Steelers Broncos. Wow, Steelers no Broncos. Patriots? Steelers Broncos have met a total of eight times. Damn, that must have Actually, been like a bunch of the way. Both faced off eight times. Damn, great. So I mean, I. Yeah, yeah that's what years. Yeah, and the the Broncos. Um, I guess I'm blanking on his name. Bradshaw. Terry. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, I think I contemplated the Vikings because I think they went to four consecutive NFC Championship games. Now this is like way back in Bud Grant days when he was the head coach. Yeah. With Warren Moon. Uh, Fran Tarkenton or Warren Moon. Yeah. And the Bills also were a, a guess for me as well, or at least in consideration given they went to four Super Bowls consecutively. Yeah. Yeah. What, uh, lost, what do you got for it? Every, every Super Bowl they lost to a uh, NFC East team. That would deal. <laughs> <laughs> what, what's your uh, – you, you got a trivia question, Brian? No, no. I couldn't find anything really good, so I, uh, I deferred to Brooks on this one. Okay. Yeah, we'll we'll do the we'll do the Super Bowl trivia next week or later this week, depending on. I mean, I feel like there's some. We could do a multiple podcasts probably on the lead up for the Super Bowl. Obviously, there's always stories going on, but yeah. Um, uh, Dustin, looks like you got some golf you wanted to talk about. Yeah, we can uh, go over pretty quickly. Golf season's ramping up. Playing at playing at uh, Pebble Beach this weekend. It's supposed to be a fucking monsoon in Southern California this weekend. I think on Sunday they're calling for 40 mile an hour winds. It's not supposed to be higher than 50 all week. So if you want to bet on this golf tournament, you go ahead, but I am not going to be because I have no idea who can play in monsoons. Um, It looks like there is getting as close as we've been to the PGA and live um, deal. Um, there's nothing concrete, but there's been a lot, a lot of talk um, among golf Twitter and golf podcasting that they're, it looks like they're going to be getting it done pretty quickly. Uh, Tyrrell Patton, one of the best golfers in the world, reportedly going to live. Don't think he would have done it if he didn't see a future back on the PGA Tour. Um, it, it keeps going. I, same thing with Rom. I don't think he would have done it either. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, we got two more weeks, and then we get to see Tiger Riviera. Didn't Hovland uh, shoot down the rumor that he was going to live? Because wasn't that a thing for a while? 
Hovland has been very vocal about how he thinks the PGA Tour brass are pretty much morons. Um, but yeah, he's been he's been clear that he does not want to go and he wants to stay on the PGA Tour. But guess what? Rom was the same way, and they offered him you know four or five hundred million dollars. I can't blame him. It sucks for fans because I want to see Rom and Tyrrell Haddon play every week, and I don't really right. watch this. Nobody does really because they don't. Yeah. have a stable. I don't TV care about the team product. aspect, like any of that crap. Yeah, play a fucking full round of golf or a full four rounds of golf. I don't wear, some, wear some pants. Be professional. <laughs> you get to play. Turn loud the music, music off. Don't have fun. Get yeah. off my lawn. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's all I got for golf, really. Um, what, I, I what, will try to get out of the do? golf prop every week um, during the playoffs or during the during the golf season. But um, this week, really, like like I said, it's supposed to be a monsoon of pebble. Whoever whoever wins, it's just going to be the guy who gets the luckiest. I think. <laughs> You seem more knowledgeable on the golf stuff than any of us. What are they, the merger? Like, what is the big sticking point? Or is there any talk on these podcasts of what the hell is holding this shit it's up? The, the biggest thing is how are they going to compensate the guys who stayed versus the guys who went? Um, and that's, yeah, I don't know how they're going to do it. It's going to be some sort of equity in the PGA Tour or some sort of, um, I don't know if it's going to be the, the profits of that the PGA Tour makes a certain percentage of them are going to go to the players, but that's the biggest. The biggest holdup is that basically. Guys How are, are they pissed. Going to compensate? Yeah, why wouldn't they be? Why would, I mean, why would why would Rory not be pissed that he turned down seven hundred fifty million dollars and stayed, and now Rom, who got five hundred million dollars, is going to be able to come back and play next year? Like I, I would be pissed too. I can't. Yeah, I can't with Mon- that. because Monahan was giving him apparently all kind of promises, like hey. If you stay, you're obviously you're gonna be compensated for your loyalty, and so far it's been bullshit. So, I mean, I would be pissed. I mean, a guy like uh, what's his name? That young guy. Um, I don't know. What am I blanking on his name? Guy from Wake Forest, skinny guy. Um, the amateur just won. Dunlap? No, no, no. He got he had back surgery last Zalatoris. year. Oh, Zalatoris. Like Zalatoris turned turned down a bunch of money to go, yeah, and. Yeah. I mean, the kid has barely made any money on the tour so far, and I I would be pissed. I mean, yeah. And and Christ, I mean, if this back surgery doesn't go well, who knows what the rest of his career is like? You know. Well, I mean, he was uh, he he was T thirteen last last week, so he's he's starting to get back into form. We're we're happy about that. Also, there aren't they like trying to bring... a little? Go oh, ahead. Anthony Kim. Uh, Anthony I was just Kim gonna is... say that. <laughs> aren't they aren't they bringing back Anthony Kim? So trying to, but they, but he's got that uh, insurance payout. They need to like figure out. Yeah. So he had a $12 million insurance policy on his health. Um, basically he is void that money, which he has been paid. Uh, it looks like either that, that uh, contract is coming to an end or if he signs with live, they'll just pay it off for him. Um, but he hasn't played professional golf in 12 years. He's 38 years old. He was a good player. He was never a great player. He kind of, uh, got thrown into the spotlight because he was Nike and Tiger kind of uh, gave him like a good, you know, a, he was popular. pat on the back. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, and he's had some personal issues. If there's a, ever a, a documentary and he does come back and he plays well, it's going to be an amazing documentary because there's a lot of people or a lot of people don't know a lot of stuff about that guy, but um, yeah, it would be awesome to see him come back. But how much, how much can you really expect out of a guy who hasn't played 12 years? You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, I'd love to. I guess between now and the next podcast, do to do some research to see when uh the new uh what's it called the Netflix special when full swing uh, yes full swing see yeah. uh, see see if we can get a if if they've released a date when that's coming out. I'd love to see all the reactions in the locker room. Uh, yeah, when um when uh, Netflix put something out on Twitter uh when the mer when the PGA Tour gave in to live and uh, basically, you know, combined the two forces. Netflix put out something on Twitter that basically said, you better bet your a- you bet your ass the cameras were rolling when the tour players found out. <laughs> oh, yeah. 100%. Yep. Um, yeah. Yeah. I'm pumped awesome. to see that. But, yeah, hopefully we, they can get a deal done and we can get back to some sort of normalcy in golf for fans because – as much as I don't blame any single person who went to live and took the money, it fucking sucks for golf 
fans because we don't get to see the best players play against each other week in and week out. And we used to, and it's, and it's, it's really a bummer. And I hope as soon as, as soon as we can make it happen, I don't care how much the PGA tour has to play Rory McIlroy and Tiger Woods. Just get it done. Come on. This is ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, you yeah. can't even find the freaking channels that they play on. I mean, they play yeah. on like the, wb or something bullshit channel that yeah yeah the channel i used to watch pokemon on when i was little yeah like Mark. <laughs> yeah yeah so figure, figure the shit out it's i mean it's it's for the best of golf for golf in general they just need they just need to put their egos aside and just let them let them go yeah. so all right i think that's it for this week um right. boy thanks and, for jumping on man really yeah, appreciate boy. it dude. no oh, problem yeah. let me we'll know if i you you make the call to the pen in the future. <laughs> I'll be available. We'll, def- we'll definitely be having Foy and uh, some some oh, other yeah. of our clown friends on as well to uh, talk oh, yeah. with us. So uh, yeah, oh, yeah, whenever whenever you're available, let us know. So all right, that'll do it for this episode. And yeah, we'll see you next time, next week, same time, same place.